podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner, with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily for your Friday night show. Tonight, of course, is brought to you in association with Paddy Power. With me this evening, I have Grizz Khan and we're going to have a little look at a couple of fixtures at the Premier... Sorry, a couple of fixtures in the Premier League this weekend because to me it's very, very interesting. But of course, our main thing will be Liverpool against Man City, which is on Sunday at half past four. Grizz, how are you? I'm alright, pal. Yeah. Alright, what's happening? Good form. Yeah, 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 always, always. Yeah, and um, some tier one information in. Top Boy 4 is in the making, is that right? Absolutely breaking news. Top Boy 4 is in the, you know, I WhatsApped you. It's probably, it's probably the best news for you. I know you're a massive fan. Big fan, big fan. Um, yeah, so that's why as soon as I, I, I read that, I, I messaged you straight away. Yeah. Probably one of the best messages I've sent you for you. You're really, I bet you're chuffed to bits about uh, top boy four. It's it's in the, it's in the top five of all the messages you've ever sent me. There you go. Yeah. I knew it. It's it it's it's just behind the one where you sent me the picture of all the ice cream in your fridge. I'm going to be honest. Um, Chris Brack says good evening, Gavin Grizz. Uh, North Red says good evening, Red. Uh, good evening uh, to both of them men in the chat room. Early doors. Grizz, we are going to get to Liverpool, Man City. I gave an early prediction during the week, um, early on in the week, and I'm going to have a look at my prediction because this is the last show before the game will actually happen from us. Um, but there's a couple of games in the league, and I know you watch a lot of football, and I know you have, you know, you have opinions on most teams in this league. So there's a couple of games. Um, the first one I'm going to start with is Leicester City versus Arsenal. Um, Leicester in tour place at the minute. Arsenal in fifth. Arsenal look a mess. Leicester look like they're going to do big things this season for me. The, the main question looking at this one is: is this is this a chance for? Sorry, two questions, I suppose. One: is this a real chance for Leicester to put a massive marker down here? And two: does Emery survive if he loses this game, Chris? I don't think Emery survives, uh, regardless. Well, I. Um I think unless he pulls out, you know, a winning streak of like three, four in a row, I think he's a gunner. Um, I really, really do believe that. I think um, a couple of mates that I was chatting to, Arsenal fans, think the same. They think enough's enough, especially with the Xhaka incident and the captaincy incident and the way 
Emery didn't really come out and support his captain, which I thought was, you know, horrendous. I mean, you know, you make someone a captain, and 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 and, and apparently he made his he made him captain via a poll. Yeah, there was a vote within the club amongst the players. Yeah. So the the guy is totally not in control of his team. Uh, he's there is definitely definitely no belief in his in his methods. Um, the owners gonna. St- I, I'm I'm pretty pretty sure you know the owners are making moves. You know, trying to work out who's next. The, the ma- it's a dead man walking. But from a Leicester point of view, Gav, this is most definitely a, a chance to put down a marker. I mean, Arsenal were or maybe pro- probably still are one of the contenders along with Leicester and, 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 and your Spurs and Chelsea's for that top four berth. And um, they put Arsenal away. Um, I think most <coughs> people would make them definitely one of the faves for the, to make that top four. Yeah, I think Leicester are massive favourites. Um, I think, yeah, it, yeah. you know, like even like, you know, I'm, I'm just going into the score, the, the table now, I'm just noticed Watford have beaten Norwich. Um, Norwich just look like they're in absolute free fall and, um, going nowhere fast, but like if you look for place, there's six points already between Arsenal in fifth and Chelsea in fourth, um, and obviously Leicester are on 23 points as well. You know, Kevin Sullivan says the test for Leicester is winning these type of games. We're expected to. Arsenal's front three can, can trouble anyone. It, it, it's one of those games for Leicester, like just just to focus on them a minute. You know that they were poor at Old Trafford in a game where they they, they could have went and won uh, early on. They they got beaten at Liverpool. This is a sort of game against a top five, top six team, Grizz, where they need yeah. to prove themselves a little bit more as the season goes on. I think Kev makes a brilliant point. I, I actually agree with him totally. Despite the plaudits and despite everyone bigging up Leicester right now, yeah, this is the kind of game where majority of fans and media expect them to go and win, and so they need to go and win it against a fellow top six team. Like you said, everyone expected them to go and get a result against United. They didn't. You know, they kind of froze. Everyone kind of expected them, not expected them, sorry, but, you know, some expected them to get a result <coughs> against us, but they didn't. So this is definitely a chance for them to sort of put down a mark and, and show their quality. Just checking there, that you're not dying there on me again, Grizz, are you? Glory, glory, mute button. I did, but I pressed the mute so you didn't hear it. Well, I heard a massive, massive cough there while you were um, trying to explain oh, to me just, about Leicester. Oh, that's just normal. That was a normal one. You should have heard the, the next one. Oh, really? Bad, oh, was I it? Mute. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it, it's this weather, Gav. It's this weather. It's, it, it's absolute... Uh, it's, I don't know what it's like up in um, uh, Dublin country, but it's, it's, it's absolutely freezing. It's, it's, close to, it's close to freezing in London. Yeah, I, I'm struggling. Um... And I'm refusing to get my hair cut until I feel a little bit better. So it's one of those. No, 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 leave your hair. No, no, it's getting, it's going in the morning, Grizz. It's absolutely going in the morning. Uh, Chemical Kev says it sounds like Grizz has the Man City flu. It does. Uh, He nearly died on us last Sunday after he said um, synonymous. um, I'm still recovering from that. Yeah, Chris Brack said it's the gang flu. It's spreading. Chris has the gang flu. Um, Let me see. uh, Stephen Max says an hilarious game. The Gunners versus Walkers FC. Many goals. I think there will be. I think it will be a high-scoring game. But you know, we don't think Emery survives regardless. But and, and we we're looking for Leicester to go and prove themselves against what will be traditionally a top four, top five, top six side, which they haven't really done this season. But yeah, look, it's it's the, it's the first time Gaffron in a while now where Leicester are expected to win these games. Everyone. 
before previous years used to say, oh, Leicester have got a big game in them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, they'd be, they'd be tipped to beat one of the big boys, maybe, you I know. I think it's a bit different, Chris, though. I think it's a bit good. Like, you would say, say last season in particular, Leicester have a big game in them. But Leicester are garnering, they're getting a little bit of a reputation here, Grizz, where there's plenty of big games in them. Like, it's more of a surprise when they don't have a big game as opposed to, as opposed to, you know, oh, it's a surprise because they did put in a big performance. They're setting themselves a fairly high bar here, Chris. They are, but <clears throat> listen, they've got to do it. Gav, I, I, I understand they've had a brilliant start. Uh, they've been impressive. But as I've said, there is a couple of games in there where they haven't quite got over the line. You know, for example, did they, I think I don't think they won at Chelsea, did they? They drew. They drew. They should have been. Uh, yeah. Chelsea should have been out of sight that day, and then Leicester should have actually won it. But, um, that's but how mad that point. game was. This is my, but this is my point. So despite the hype, okay, they put in a brilliant performance. Spurs is the only top team they've beaten, right? So, you know, despite all the plaudits and, and, and credit, yeah, definitely they're playing well. They've got to put teams like Arsenal who are in and around, you know, top seven, eight, whatever they, they may be or they might be, or, you know, considered, you know, a top six team. Uh, they've got to put them away. And, yeah, it's, it's all well and good. You know, everyone's sort of applauding them and Brendan Rodgers doing a wonderful God, a wonderful job. He's got to, he's got to continue it. Because I do believe Spurs will settle down. I don't, if you, I don't know if you wanted to touch on the Spurs game. I'll I will, get, I will, I will uh, get to that, yeah. But, you know, Spurs will settle down. Chelsea are looking good. So, you know, Leicester will have to keep this going. Yeah, and I think even at this stage, they should be looking at themselves going, we should be making top four here. Because if you if you take Liverpool and City, obviously, out of the equation, if Chelsea do what they're doing, they're a shoe-in. And Leicester should be looking behind going, Arsenal are not any good. United and, and Spurs are way off. I think they're 10 points off at Leicester at this stage. You know, um, they think, are 10 yeah, points I, off Leicester. You know, so... What, Spurs as well? Spurs and United are 10 points off, I think, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because okay. I know... Well, I know United, I think, are, I, I 18, United are 18 points behind us. And Leicester are, are 8 points behind us. So, yeah, there's, you know what I mean? There's, there, there, there must be 10 points clear them. Um, give me a prediction for it, Chris. Leicester-Arsenal, I think, will end up... I think it ends up 3-1 to Leicester. 3-1 to Leicester. I'm going to go with a 2-1 Leicester win. Um, I think... I just think that they'll have a little bit too much. And Jamie Vardy loves playing against Arsenal as well. He loves upsetting them. Uh, Chris Brack says Arsenal have the same issue as Man United and Everton. They need to sort things out at board level before football, the football will improve. Chris Pross reckons that Jose will be in charge of Arsenal after the Leicester game. Interesting if it happens because the one thing they won't like is this style of football. And I'm not too sure, given the history and tradition that Arsenal have, that I think he suits them whatsoever. But it could be one of those where it's, it's last resort stuff and... You know, Jose is looking to get back into football in London um, and in the Premier League to prove himself again. I thought he would have hung around and see what happened at, at Spurs, but you never know if Arsenal come in. And now, I think, I think, I think, I personally think Arsenal are going to go down the legends route. I think they're going to. I think they're going to. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to give it to one of the one of the team at the moment. Like, I think they probably go with like Jumberg to the end of the season, something like that. Really? And then assess it. Then you know, they look at like a Vieira or a. Or, uh, you know, someone like that, or Henri, or I think, I think they'll go down that route. All right, okay. Um, Just mo- No problem. Moving on, um, they're, the, the other team in the top four at the moment is Chelsea, and as you said, they're going quite well. Um Sorry, not just just quickly going by a Arsenal fan TV. They don't want Jose, 
but you see Arsenal fan TV are absolutely insane. So whatever they say, the opposite may happen. Uh, if you're watching this on, on right. Periscope, please hit the share button, share it onto your timelines. If you're watching it on YouTube, um, you know, hit the subscribe button, tell people to subscribe, tell them to watch, let them have a watch. And if you like it, absolutely subscribe. I'm going to remind you now, and I will remind you at the end, the Fatback 4 show will be on at 9 p.m. on Sunday night. It will be myself, it will be Grizz, it will be Chris Brack that's in the chat room at the moment, but he will join us on Sunday. It will be only live on YouTube, only live on YouTube. So anybody watching this on Periscope, just make sure you have a YouTube account or whatever, you can just go into YouTube and find it. And anyone listen to the download later on, if you want to watch it live, it will be on YouTube only. Um, moving on though, Chelsea are in the top four, Lampard's doing a good job. I think it's been over-egged how he's you know, they're, they're comparing it to the class of 92 at Man United because he's using young players. I think that's a bit of a myth. But having said that, he's in a decent position and they, they welcome Palace to Stamford Bridge at the weekend. And it's another game, Graves, where they'll be, they're starting to become a little bit flat track bullyish. And I think that may suit them. Mm. I mean, I, I've been sort of. It'll get them top four, was what I mean. Fight, I've been trying to fight this uh, admiration. Mm. that I've suddenly got for Lampard and Chelsea and they're becoming very likeable and I don't want to like them you know I've got loads of mates down here in London that are Chelsea fans and I, I can't stand them you know you know, since our rivalry from the, the Jose days etc etc but you have to admit Gav well I have to admit you may not you may not admit because you're a stubborn mule mm. but Lampard is doing a very good job Gav and they're playing entertaining football as you know I'm a football man so I do get to watch most of the games. And you know what? Chelsea are playing some bloody good stuff, Gav. The young lad in midfield, Mount, Kovacic and jo- Jorginho look revitalised. They look like brand new players, Gav. Mm-hmm. I've been critical of Jorginho in the past, uh, saying that the Premiership's not for him. They've got an absolute gem at the back in Tomori. You know, they, and, you know, the... The, res- the reser- resurgence of Tony, uh, what's his name? Ant- uh, Pulisic. Tony Pulisic? Is his first yeah. name? Christian. Uh, yeah. Like that. Same thing. Christian Pulisic. Yeah, well, got there, innit? Chris, Tony, Christian. <laughs> same difference. <laughs> yeah, same difference. Yeah. But so, so Pulisic, Pulisic and Hudson and Adoy fighting for that place on the left. Do you know what, Gav? I, I, I get every, what everyone's saying that it, it was forced upon him, etc., etc. But the guy's done a fantastic job, and credit to him. No, absolute credit to him. Like, you know, um, just, just a couple more comments. We will stay on Chelsea, but, um, PW, uh, which is, which is a really good name on YouTube says, would Arsenal appoint a legend? They'll end up like United in mid table with a guy they really don't want to fire because there's nowhere to go. Yeah, it's not a bad show. Um, North Red agrees with Chris. It'd be a great watch if Jose takes over. Chemical Kev says Lampard works under so many different managers. He's bound to have picked up something. Uh, Kevin Sullivan reckons Palace, Palace don't roll e- o- over easy at the moment. Zaha's due a big game. Can see a, this one being a one-all. Uh, Dave's LFC chat says, Hi, Gavin Grizz. Dave, how are you, my man? Grizz, my take on them is, don't get me wrong, he's used Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham's been on it on loan a couple of years. I don't know what age he is, but he has experience in first-team football. Mason Mount had a really good season at Derby. I'd call him less experienced. Tomorrow, I think, was with, with him at Derby last year as well. And don't get me wrong, he has used younger players, right? But he's bought it. The Pulis has just come in at 64 million quid or whatever it was. The, the thing is, he seems to have got the mix right. And what I mean by that is, he has a group of players there that look disinterested at Chelsea. And this little sprinkling of A, Lampard, and B, the likes of 
you know, Mount, Abraham, Tamari, coming in and challenging these players that were set in stone at Chelsea has kind of urged the other players on. So, although Absolutely. although I'll give him credit for bringing youngsters through, because he has, and he, he gave them their, you know, he... You know, he, he gave them the go at, at Derby when it comes to Mount and, and Tamori. Um, and Tammy Abraham, he's obviously seen at championship level and stuff like that on loan. And he's, he's given them the go. But I think the, the, the biggest thing about these young players coming in, it's, it's fired up the more established players. You know, the kind of way where you'd seen a William was going to probably go. Pedro would have disappeared and now he's back. Alonso seems rejuvenated. You know, and they've some top quality in Jorginho, Kovacic. Uh, you know, they have really good, really good players. It's just a sprinkling of it, um, that I think it's got, he's got really well. The only worry I'd have from Grizz is these youngsters, it's a big season for them. It's the Premier League. It's only 11 games in or whatever it is. It's when it gets to 25 games, 30 games, Grizz. And the, the intensity of the season may catch up with them a little bit. It's what way Chelsea react. But I fully expect them to go into the top four. A, because they're being brave enough in what they're doing. They are flat track bully in the league. And that gets you, that gets you 70 points before you look at anything else. And as well as that, the rest behind them are brutal. Um, can you see Palace do that against them this weekend? See, the Palace are, are, are one of the most strangest teams, aren't they? And they've probably got one of the most strangest managers who everyone considers an absolute fucking dinosaur but he's still there and he's still got a bloody good record apparently but I, I don't see there are shambles at home palace but they're, they're, they're pretty pretty good away from home so you know they are a specialist away team palace under under hodgson so you know <coughs> You could, you could see, you could see them. See, there you go. I've given you the the, the same thing I've got. The yeah, no, I'm done. Amazing. Have a drink of water. But basically, I can see Palace going there, making it hard for them. But I think Chelsea will have enough, and they're flying at the moment um, to get the win. I don't think it will be, you know, by a significant margin. But if you're asking me for a a prediction, I'm 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 going uh, two nil. Two nil. Glenner says, Gav is saying, you know that kind of way again. I did, Glenner, didn't I? <laughs> Glenner's like a beacon that goes off every time I say, you know what, that kind of way. Um, but I just keep doing it. I'm sorry, Glenner. I don't even think Glenner's... No, it's fine. I like it. Uh, I know you've, I've heard you say I've, I've noticed it. But I, I smile to myself when you say because I think it's cute. Oh, thanks, Chris. Uh, Glenner, I don't yeah, think... Like Glenner, uh, Glenner doesn't say anything else. He just comes on here, waits for that to happen, lets me know. And then heads off into the night, and I've no absolutely no issue. Don't be minding Glenn. You you say what you. Glenn's say. all right. Like... Don't, Glenn Glenn's all right. He's he's fine. Northred says uh, he had no option. He had nobody else to play. He's a lucky fucker. He always was. That's a fair point as well. He inherited a brilliant squad. Not a brilliant squad, but a squad that you would say is is top four material. You know, even though he has this transfer ban, and that'll be a different. That'll be a different. Uh... That, I want to give him credit, Gabby. No, I do want to give him credit. No, absolutely want to give him credit because he still had to come in and, and take from me what looked like an uninterested group of players absolutely. and get them interested yeah. again. That's, as I said in, in my previous point, that's the biggest, um, that's the biggest credit I would give him. And it's probably one of the hardest things to do is to motivate highly paid footballers that look disinterested and we're probably a good few of them looking to leave the club, especially when you see Eden Hazard run. You're probably thinking this is probably a time to get out of here, but he's held them, most of them together and he's doing great it'll be a different challenge to him when the, when the transfer ban ends and he has to go and spend money and he's judged a lot more harshly on what he does because he is getting a little bit of a pass and a little bit of a boy but that's fair enough he's a young manager that's taken on a, div- a difficult situation with regards to 
what what your makeup of your squad will be. But you know, there's more challenges for Lampard. But so far, he's doing quite well. For me, I think I think this game. Hodgson's, Hodgson's, you know, he's four wins, I think four wins, I think he's four losses and three draws or something like that already. And as soon as they look like they're, I, I heard on the Anfield Rap today, Paul Cope said, you, you know, Hodgson looked at this and went, fifth in the league, I'm not having that, no, I'm not comfortable with that at all, and went and lost a couple of games. And you wouldn't put a pass him because he's a dinosaur, as you say. I, I think they'll go there, I think they'd be hard to beat. I think they will try to sit in a little bit like they've done at Manchester United, but I think Chelsea have a bit more quality than United did that day. So I'm going to go with a 2 0 win to Chelsea. Um, so. Okay, so far, you, yeah, so, okay. I think you need to go first because I've got a sense of you copying me. Did I copy you on both? It's all right. I'm no, just, I went 2-1 making... at Leicester. You went 3-1, so... Uh, Glenner says not to mind him. Glenner, I'm only messing with you, mate. You can say whatever you like. <laughs> I really don't mind. I don't block anyone on here or I uh, censor you whatsoever. Um, Kevo Sullivan says they've still got Kante and the German centre-back to come in and possibly the ban lifted in January. Um, who's the German centre-back? Rudiger. Oh, Rudiger isn't German, is he? I thought he was Dutch. Yeah, you're Rudiger. Yeah, really good German. Is he? All right, geez. okay. Uh, PW said, "Will he get a huge say on what players are bought into Chelsea?" I presume he would. I presume he would. I'd, I'd say that it's, it's something that he would have had to discuss when he before he took over the job. And look, if he if he didn't, or or, or it was up in the air, I think it's the form this season from Chelsea will now. Lampard is easy to go and go. Look what I can do with these. If you give me some more players that I want, I can make it, it even better. No credit. Typical overstated Englishman. He was a player. to Penalty after penalty says not red. Now you have to give him credit because he is, he has this bunch of players playing some decent football and getting results. Glenner says it's hard to dislike Chelsea at the moment. Lampard is a likable bloke. Uh, they are playing nice stuff. I don't know how likable he is. I think it, it can be a little bit, what's the word? Contrived. Is that the word? Is that the word, Chris? Would you say he's a bit contrived? I'm sorry, I lost you there. Of course you did, because you don't know what, what it means. Um, it doesn't matter. No, I think I think Lampard's. It, it can be a bit of an act on how nice a guy he is. Um, that's just me, but that's that's just my thing. The last one I want to go to before we get to us on City Grizz is uh, Tottenham against Sheffield United. A really interesting one. Tottenham are going through a little a little bit of a bad patch. I think the the European stuff, Red Star, Belgrade papered over a few cracks over the last couple of weeks there's way too much being made of this uh, son incident with Andre Gomez and Sheffield United go there probably 5th or 6th in the league absolutely flying, loving life in the Premier League big win over Burnley last week and they as always will be well drilled and if they can frustrate a sports side for a decent amount of this game you could probably see Sheffield United causing some sort of upset here whether that's a win or a draw, what do you make of it? I like I like Sheffield United. I like them. <clears throat> they're one of my they're, they're one of my favourite um, teams that have come up in recent times. I love their approach. I, I rate their manager. I think I think they've shown that they can handle it uh, in the Premier League so far, and they've been very vibrant, full of energy, innovative. You know, in the way they do things. I definitely think they can get a result. At Spurs, Spurs are a weird team, very inconsistent, which is, um, you know, worrying signs for for Pochettino because that's usually a sign of the players not responding to his methods and instructions. You know what I mean? So, 
it's an intriguing game. That's a good game, actually. You know, in, in, in you know, normally you'd say, oh, that's a Spurs banker, but it really isn't. This this Sheffield United team, as as they showed us, they've beaten Arsenal. They gave us our, probably our hardest game this season. You know, um, they've rocked a few teams, haven't they? I can't I can't remember. There's another team they rocked as well. Quite a good team. But, they got um, a draw away even, at Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah, oh, they got a draw away at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, and and they and they smashed West Ham away last week. So you know, no, that was West Newcastle. Ham can be a decent. I beg your pardon. They smashed Burnley at home last week. Smashed Burnley at home, mm. which can be you know Burnley can be tough to break down, but I do like this Sheffield United team. I got a lot of time for their culture, as I said. It's been different. You know, when teams come up, Gav, they either try to play their way out, like Norwich, just mm-hmm. pure think they're above their levels and they get caught out, right? So you don't adjust. So, you know, you don't give credit to teams like that because, uh, you know, you've got to adjust to where you are. Play according to the level you're playing at now and, you know, look at your players and see how the, what the best way to survive is. And that usually means teams go into sort of your Stoke cities, you know, of the past where it's just defend, 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 long balls. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Sam Allardyce, etc., etc. you know, survival. But this Sheffield United team has got a nice mixture and I like that about them. A uh, lot of pace on the flanks. I think I think they can get a draw here, Gaff. I think Spurs are going through a, a you know a dodgy spell. You know, again, again, a lot of players disinterested. You know, don't look motivated. Um, you know, the the performance against Everton was dire. I mean, it was a it was a poor game all round. And you know, it was made even worse with the incident at the near the end where the fella broke his leg, etc., etc. But um. I think this has got a draw written all over it, Gav. Yeah, Kevin Sullivan reckons it could be a coupon buster. Um, looking at it, Spurs at home, Sheffield United well drilled, but I think they might they might lack a little bit up front. I think just a little bit away from home. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll go first on the score. I'm going to go. I'm gonna go one nil Spurs. Okay. What are you mm-hmm. having on I'm that? Gonna go, I'm going to go 1-1. Okay, cool. Um, somebody just mentioned there Southampton and Everton. Uh, I, I tried to stay away. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. McLennar says Southampton to be Everton tomorrow. Moyes to be an appointment till the end of the season. Uh, if Southampton beat the Everton, says Chris, then Mersey Billionaires will be out of the relegation zone on goal difference. I, I thought you were in the relegation zone. No, they were 17, 20. Um, so they're, so they're just outside the relegation zone. Chris, just quickly, uh, Southampton versus Everton. Just give me a prediction on that one. I'm just interested. There you go. That's an awful game to predict. I'm gonna, I'll, um, I'll go first if you want. I'm, yeah, go on. Oh, I, I, I have Everton down to be Southampton. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Now, I think, I think, I think, I think you're looking at a definite uh, definite draw there. Okay, you're going with a draw, right, Grizz? Um, the main, the main event, um, and just to let people know, I have got the free bet for the game on Sunday. 
it is 20 euro from Paddy Power. It can be split 10, 5 and 5. Now, I'm not going to build bets this week where you give me all sorts of madness. Just think of normal bets and throw them in at me. Uh, you know, you can do like Mane first and Liverpool 3-0 if you want, stuff like that. But I just don't want, you know, all sorts of madness. So if people set, start sending their bets now, I will have a look back at them. I'll pick three. Uh, one, a low kind of odds one where we put 10 euros on it and two kind of random ones where I'll put five and five on them and I will post them on Twitter tomorrow. But look, uh, the big one, Grizz, Man City uh, travel to, to us on Sunday, half past four. You know, there's talks now Edison is out. That's being reported today. Guardiola said it. I still don't believe him. You know, Rodri looks like he won't make it back. David Silva won't be there. Laporte won't be there. He looks like he'll go with Fernandinho with it looks like John Stones. Fullbacks, it looks like it might be Walker and Mendy or Cancelo. We're not too sure. The front three looks like it may be Sterling, Aguero, Mares, And then in midfield, he's probably looking at something like um, De Bruyne. Um, who else have we got? Bernardo Silva. And there was one other name I couldn't think of. That would go in there. But, Grizz, these injuries, I suppose, to City players and, and Pep Guardiola looking extremely tetchy. I'm going to say that in a, in a interview today and a press conference. What way do you feel going into this? Because I was ultra confident going in um, early in this week, but right now it's Friday night. We're less than 48 hours away from the game. How are you feeling? Are these injuries swaying you in any way, or do you still think, regardless of what team City put on that pitch, it's going to be extremely tight come what seven o'clock Sunday evening? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've been discussing this in private as well all week. And you know what? I've, as soon as the game finished, um, I was just totally, totally nervous and totally shitting about this game. Not the fact that, you know, shitting about playing them in terms of, oh, we're not going to win, et cetera, et cetera. But just the general nerves about the importance and the relevance and how significant this game is and would be. But, you know, as the days have gone by, Gav, I've been giving it a lot of thought, and I'm pretty calm now. I'm much more calmer, and I'm much more looking forward to it. Because I think it's come too early in the season for it to be an actual title decider, if you know what I mean. Because either way, if we win nine-point difference, and it's not even December yet, we know we've sort of, you know, lost nine-point leads in the past as well, right? Only last season. And if they win, it goes down to three points. And yes, we've played majority of our tough ge- majority of the tough games, uh, tough teams, and we look forward to them having an awful December where they've got a, a mad fixture list where they play a lot of big teams. So either way, Gav, I've I've realised that it's not as significant as the last meeting which was at the Etihad, which was totally a make or break for me, right? I I knew if we avoid defeat in that game, we'll win the league. So the nerves on that day, on that night, were were through the roof. I think we can relax, Gav, in this game. I think I think the pressure is on Man City more than us. I don't know if you agree with me, but I think they can't afford to lose this because they know for the fact that their players aren't back for a little while for example Sane and Laporte who are 
two magnificent players aren't back until January, February time. So they'll know that there's tougher games after this as well. If we beat them, I think the psychological boost we get is huge. But I don't think it's as significant as the Etihad game was for me. The, the nerves and the tension is far less as the more I've thought about it and analysed the situation. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, it's... You know what? I, I My thoughts on earlier on the week was I f- fear we can get at them. But thinking of it now... Do you know the way you hear some people say, Grizz, oh, that team's a wounded animal, they're dangerous. That's what's, co- that's what's coming into my head here. You know, if, if he doesn't get Rodri back in time, if Ederson is in fact out, you know, if he is having to put Fernandinho into, into a centre half because he obviously doesn't trust Otamendi and Stones together. He, he, he's willing to play one, but he's not willing to play two. Gundogan is the man I missed out in midfield. I'm leading into it now. You know, like they say mind games. I don't think it is mind games. I've said it from the start of the week. I think Klopp is prepared for any side City manage to pro. You know what I mean? Any side, any 11 day pro, I think Klopp will have his team ready to go regardless. Um, but right now I'm looking at it and I agree with you. I, City can't afford to lose because I've said it. I said it last week. If Liverpool got nine points clear to City tomorrow, I believe in my, in my head that league is over because it's such a huge psychological blow. Gav, right. I love when you say these ones, man. Right, well, it's a huge psychological blow, as you said, right? And then they're facing into a, a group of games there where I think they have to play Chelsea, they have to play United, they have to play Arsenal, they have to play Leicester. Yeah, it's a next, mad month for them. Yeah, yeah, it's a mad month for them, all right? Um, and it's a, they cannot lose this game. I think they take a point tomorrow with everything going on. They def, oh, not tomorrow, Sunday. They definitely take a point. Are they capable of winning the game? Absolutely. But I... I just get the feeling that this Liverpool side smell blood and they may go for the, you know, that dagger to the heart and say, listen, we're going nowhere, boys, and we've played everyone and we're nine points clear, you know. You know? Okay, check this one out. Check okay, this one out. Okay, go on. Jurgen Klopp is known for rock and roll, heavy metal football, etc., etc., and how you've just described it, go for the throw and, you know, really, you know, put a dagger in their in their hearts. Pep is Pep can overthink big games, in my opinion. And it's got a tendency to to overthink and be over clever. And what he done at Liverpool last season at the Anfield at the Anfield uh, game was very unlike Pep. But it wasn't unlike Klopp in big games. Now, I firmly believe, and I think it's quite obvious to see in big games, Jurgen Klopp is a conservative manager. Now, some, most people will say, what? How, how are you calling Klopp conservative? Well, I am, and I just did. Because I know Klopp where you're going. Tend- yeah, I know where you're going. Yeah. I mean, but it's, 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 you know, you can see in his selections... You can see in the personal picks the the, the the tactics that are deployed. I everyone's expecting go bonanza, etc., and exciting. I can tell you for a fact <coughs> now, it will be a carbon copy of last season's game. Don't be surprised if Pep decides to change his system to go five at the back with three centre halves. Don't be surprised. Well, we won't be. Su- I don't think 
we will be surprised to see any change to the midfield. I think, I think, sorry, I think we'll be surprised to see any change to our usual midfield, which, by some accounts, and fairly, fairly, it's a conservative and defensive midfield. Whereas the onus is on the fullbacks and our, our front three to do the damage, right? Fully expect both teams to cancel each other. Both teams to be happy with the point, but I Gav that we should smell blood. Very similar to the United game, Gav, where I said we need to smell blood and mm-hmm. go and beat them. I think the state, the situation with City's injuries, etc., etc. We really need to go for the throw and go for the three points. When I say we won't go for the three points, of course our intention is to win the game. But I don't think we will be gung-ho, and they most certainly won't be gung-ho like they usually are. They most certainly won't play your... I don't know if Silva's going to make your... or whatever, but I don't... You know, I can't see them playing Silva and, and Bernardo Silva in central midfield. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I fully expect them to be totally different how they play usually. He's, he's going to look to somehow somehow stifle. He's going to maybe look at the way Man United stifled our fullbacks, the way Sheffield United stifled our fullbacks. He's going to try to do something similar. My only fear is he's got a higher caliber of player up front than those teams, which gives it, you know, which makes it more dangerous. But if we go for the kill, Gav, I, I certainly think we. I certainly think we should go for the kill. I just have my doubts if we will go for the kill. Yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking here while you're talking as well. Like, what sort of lineup he will go with? Like, I gave you a lineup earlier. He could do something like when when you said three at the back. I know Chris mentioned that to me last night as well on the show. You know, when I think about it, he could do something like Otamendi and Stones and stick Fernandinho and Gundogan in front of them. You know, and say four two three one. He could do with something like that. You know, you never know what he's going to come out with, but. A lot of people are saying there. Well, my theory is going to play. My theory is going to play Carl Walker as a centre half, and I think he's going to play Cancelo and Mendy as wing backs. That's just my theory. He's yeah. going to play Fernand. He's going to try his hardest to get Fernandinho and Gundogan in midfield with Kevin De Bruyne, which gives them a far more solid midfield. And then you can go with Raheem and Aguero up front. That's just my. Th- that's just my thinking. That's just how I think he's going to approach it. All right. Well, Shinehead73 says, I'm agreeing with Grizz, which means I must have had oh. one too many. Uh, no, Grizz is a football man. Um, Walker is the third centre-back, says Kev O'Sullivan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's where Grizz is going as well. Northred says, should Trent take an early yellow and put Sterling at the Rose Ed? No, I think Sterling, I think Trent should just play his game. You know, he really, really should. I, I, I think it's a fair point you make, Grizz, that it could be a, a similar game to last season. For a couple of reasons, you know, they are missing some key personnel and he may think, I can't go out and go for Liverpool here because they could pull us apart. But having said that, I do agree with what you say with regards to the conservatism of, of Jurgen Klopp at times, mainly when I look back at the last two visits to Old Trafford, when we should have went and beat them and beat them well and we didn't and we came out and never let ourselves get into a flow, gave the team too much respect and ended up never being able to click into gear to go and win the game. So it's... um. It's one of those. Stephen Mack is still ultra, ultra. With slow stars in big ga- in big games in big games, Gav, he does he does go with the conservative lineup. Yeah, like, now but, if but, you ask the fan base, 
Book, book. You know, everybody, I think most of the fan base will want Ox in that team. Yeah. For the fact that, you know, his drive, his... You know, that's the thing, there's, lo- there's loads the of comments. Team. There's loads of comments coming in here saying Ox, uh, player of the month, he has to start. Ox has to start. I would be shocked if Oxley Chamberlain starts that game on Sunday. I'm going to say. Same. Because... I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked, yeah. Because the conservatism you speak of will come into, into effect come Sunday. And... Bar- that's only listen. If Henderson plays or, or is fit and ready, I think he had he was ill during the week. But if, if Jordan Henderson is ready to play this game on Sunday, I think Jordan Henderson plays it along with Fabinho and Wijnaldum. I think he'll trust that to go in there and do a job on City's midfield and allow Trent and Robertson to get as far up that pitch as he can to support the front three. And if that means making Mares and, and Sterling or whoever it is out wide track back, so be it. So be it. We'll take the risk. Um, Chris, I'm going to have to ask you for a prediction. And this will be your final and official prediction for the game on Sunday. Go. I think he ends up 1-1, Gaff. You're going 1-1. I think he ends up 1-1. I'm going 1-1, yep. I know it's not what everyone wants to hear, probably. And, you know, I've seen everyone's predictions about we're going to smash them 4-3. and And, you know, we underestimate. I know we're, we're, we're... Listen, we're a fantastic team. My God, we're some machine. We can't underestimate and we can't forget that how good this Man City team is also as well, Gav. Yeah, no, listen, as I said earlier, you know, if they had all the players available, you'd still be guessing as to who they're going. But when you put that team together, the only real weakness I see in that side, for me, maybe at left back in Mendy, because I haven't seen too much of him because he's been injured a lot. But centre-half, you know... You'd be more tempted to sit back a little bit and let City come out with you with that centre half partnership and then try absolutely more of them on the break rather than try push onto them and try pick them apart because Fernandinho is extremely good positionally and he will just foul you for the sake of it. But when you're fouling as a centre half, it's completely different to um, fouling as a centre midfielder. So, do you they know won't what? come out. It will be a war of attrition, Gav. It oh. will be a war of attrition. It will be a midfield battle. It will be a very cagey game looking for a mistake from... Because I, you know, I, I personally think one goal will win it. It could... One goal, sorry, could win it. You know, poss- you know it'll, mm. be a, it'll be whoever blinks first. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, being at home and the onus on us, we, we would expect to go and push it and go for that nine-point nine gap. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Klopp does it in big games. Look, he might just surprise us and, you know, being the amazing coach and manager he is, you know, he might go gung-ho and we go and take, you know, blitz them like we've done in the Champions League, you know. But he knew in the Champions League he had a buffer. You know, he had to get that lead before they go to Old Trafford. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, um, to, to the away leg, sorry, in Etihad. This is different. He knows this is not a cup tie. This is, he knows this is a league game. We've got to keep that six-point gap. It's just, it's just my theory. He's a conservative in the big games. Yeah, no, there is, there is, and listen, he. I think if City had all their players available, he would know a little bit more as to the way they're going to play. There will be a little bit of intrigue from Klopp there as to what's he going to do. He'll get the eleven, obviously at half past three, but he'd be looking going, what way are they going to do this? You know, if you see the likes of a Cancelo in the team and a Mendy, you're thinking, right, this is five at the back. It's, it's, it, it's. It's a very intriguing game, I suppose, for the for the neutral. You know, Liverpool flying, everyone's ready to oh, rock. It's, it's the biggest. It's the biggest. We're the best. Two, we're the best two teams in Europe, bar none. The best two teams in Europe, no, bar none. No one can tell me there's teams out there that are better than these two at the moment in Europe. 
Yeah, you know, no, so it's the biggest point. it's the biggest game of Europe. It is. I mean, you know, you can talk about your Juventus is nope. You know, your Real Madrid Barcelona's nope. You know, no one. These two are the best teams in Europe and it's the biggest game of the season so far. So and it's and it's absolutely intriguing, Gav. As you said, the lineups no one knows. You can probably guess us, but even then there's the slight issue of, you know, Ox or or Hendo or, you know, whatever, whatever. Man City, I don't think anybody can predict their team. I don't think anyone can predict how Pep's going to have them set up. So it's an absolute intriguing battle. I was shitting it in terms of nervousness, but I'm not now. I think we can relax, and whatever the outcome of the result, you know, I think this season's going to be an amazing race right to the end. <coughs> uh, Noel Tracy said he's heading over there in the morning. Um, he reckons 3-1 Salah and Mane. He reckons Milner will start. Um, we'd have to wait and see. Enjoy it, Noel. As Not Red says, enjoy. Um, have a good time, Noel. Bring back three points. Bring back weather with you. You know the way when you go on holiday and people go, oh, you brought the weather back with you, um, when clearly you fucking didn't. Um, let me say, we're not flying in any way, shape or form, Gav. What I mean by flying is we have... We we have our strongest eleven available, bar Matip, um, and we are flying in the sense that we've played eleven, we one, ten, and drew one. No, yeah. I think I think people are looking. What Kev means by that is, I think, is that you know we we haven't been absolutely ruthless and, and electrifying. But listen, this is flying, This is flying yeah. before we've even <laughs> taken off, and we're still flying. So it's it's absolutely fine. Uh, Northred says they've been yapping about the bus getting attacked on Sunday running scared we have them petrified um, let me see uh, we're winning without shining says Kevin Sullivan yeah that's it but you know I think I think we are flying and I think we're absolutely just pouring along perfectly you don't want the peak you don't want the peak in November you want to be hitting you want to be hitting top form in, end of February and absolutely blasting it uh, 3-1 is the computer I bet lads For, uh, 4-1 says Stephen Max Stephen uh, I'll see. I'll have a look at four one and see what it says. I said four 0 at the start of the week, Riz. Um, I was being very bold and very aggressive with regards to that. And <laughs> do you know what? Do you know something? And I know this sounds stupid. If Edison plays, if I thought Edison was playing on Sunday and it was guaranteed Edison was playing on Sunday, I'd be more confident than I am if he isn't. Really? And that's yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because I think. If if Claudio Bravo plays, I think it puts City another five yards deeper. And I don't really want to see City deep. I want them to come out and be confident in themselves. I think um, it's, it's a deeper line City is a little bit more dangerous to us with the with the players that they'll have on the pitch and the momentum we look to get going. And if it doesn't get going, City grow into it. But I'm going to stick to a fairly bold prediction. 3-1 is the, is the most um, popular prediction I've heard throughout the week as I went on and on. I'm going, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going with Stephen Mack. I'm going 4-1 Liverpool. Oh, God. Yeah, I am. All right. Yeah, no, fair enough. North, Red has, North, Red, North Red has Lovren to score. Um, Chris Pross says, stop Kevin De Bruyne and we win it easy. Uh, substitutions will be key, says Glenner. What City's bench be like? I haven't had a look. I haven't. Um, some... Oh, they'll have a strong bench, but so will we. See, this is this is the intriguing tactical battle that I'm looking forward to because I think both teams will have plenty of armory and weapons on the bench. I don't think he's going to start with Mares. Uh, I don't think he's going to start with Jesus. So that's two 
tremendous Bernardo Silva. Mm. That's three tremendous attacking players. I will start Bernardo Silva. I don't know. I don't know, Gary. Oh, we absolutely go will. He absolutely will. Bernardo Silva is probably the hardest walking midfielder. He is, but it, dep- it all depends on Gav if he goes for the five at the back. If he does, then he's guaranteed the three in midfield will be Kevin De Bruyne, Fernandinho, and Gundogan. Mm. That's what is you know that's if, if that's if that's the way he's going to go. I don't see him pushing up. I know you're saying Edison. Without Edison, I see your theory and I see your point. I just don't think they will. He won't play a high line against us. He's been murdered with a high line before. He will play a very deep line like he did. And he literally will try to kill the crowd in that first half an hour and totally keep hold of the ball. And they are very capable of keeping that ball for long periods in the game, as they've shown. But, but saying that, that's enough bigging up of Man City. We have got the weapons to just totally destroy any game plan that any team has. Do you know, you what, know, do you know, what, do you know what weapon we've, hasn't been discussed? Hungry, we'll have a hungry, motivated Sadio Mane and, I'm at, and, 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 and arrested Mane and arrested Bobby Firmino. The only one with a slight issue and doubt about his form and fitness is Salah, but he played 90 minutes and I thought he looked much, much better. He, Salah comes alive at this time of season. Don't put it past Mo to turn up for this big game and start kick to- kicking off his season and it could be the boost we need mm. the one thing we haven't discussed um, is the is the crowd is the is the stadium itself is Liverpool fans going in there after and it's a nice kick off time half four on a Sunday you get out you have your few points you get up for the game you meet up with mates Anfield's rocking uh, the pubs around Anfield are rocking from early does that make a difference, Chris? Because people, you know, yeah. you hear opp- you hear opposition fan- players saying, "No, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter." And then they get Gav. in the ground and they shit themselves. Gav, 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 fuck everything else. Their coach has on camera, on film, talked about us in in sort of glowing terms and other and how the Anfield and the spirit of Anfield and the magic of Anfield is real. And Gav, he hasn't been. You know, and you can see it on these interviews that he's done to, I think, with a Spanish broadcaster, you know, where he's talked about it's not a joke and it's not a marketing ploy when they say this is Anfield. It really is. So when a team and the players know that their coach feels this way about a club and the support, just imagine, just imagine if they go or go behind, you know, and the crowd's on top of them automatically the insecurities come flooding back because their manager believes in it. So how is he supposed to convey to his players that, no, I don't believe in it, I was joking, or doesn't matter, we overcome this? It's very difficult, Gav. It's very difficult. We've got to make Anfield an absolute bullpen of hatred and, and heat and, and emotion, Gav. And, 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 you know, it does and it works. We've, we've, seen, we've seen in the past and there's proof, there's facts to show that you know, how we make comebacks that no other team can and sort of pull out performances that no, none other can, even, you know, from the Benitez era when we were shit, but yet we managed to, you know, raise the roof in big games. Do you know what I mean? Mm. This is one of those games where he said it. He goes, I want the crowd. I want the dinner ladies. I want the cooks. I want the chefs. Everyone, the person who sells the hot dogs, you know, he, Klopp's said it today that he wants everyone to be he's, he's, in he's quietly, he's quietly um, storing up a frenzy, isn't he? You know, like he's got a yeah, yeah, and there's no better manager in world football than doing that. There's absolutely not a better manager in world football 
to you know to to get the fan base you know on his side and in a frenzy and yeah. you know let's hope you know the team gives them something to sort of you know get frenzied about do you know what i mean yeah adam petrucci on um, my favourite name on in the world probably. Uh, the temp- was he in the Sopranos? Uh, no, he wasn't in the Sopranos. No, he was in the he was in um, he was in Cheers. Um, oh, the, okay. the temp the temperature will be in single digits. Who does that tilt the advantage to? A nice cold Anfield under the lights. No, Tracy says great to see the club getting Sean Cock. Cox over um, a bad situation but still nice to see absolutely uh, Sean Cox and his family will be, be at Anfield on Sunday and that's a brilliant brilliant thing to see um, and look I've, I've said loads before about what we've done to try help in that situation and only happy to and you know what a win um, for Sean Cox watching at Anfield will be will be probably the best thing um, for that man and we again wish him all the best in, in his recovery that would still be long It's it, that recovery is still going to be long but he seems to be getting there so you know um, I think I speak for everyone that's watching this and everyone involved in the day trippers and, uh, and Grizz and, uh, and me and everyone when I say the best of luck to Sean and I hope he enjoys Absolutely. the game on Sunday um, let me see um, yeah so look I'm going with four. I'm go, I am. I'm going with four one Liverpool because I just feel that this is it. This is the one where we just blast this, uh, blast the team apart, and just really, really show what we're about. I do get your points, Chris. I do. I could see. I. I can see loads of different scenarios the way this game may go, um, and it could be a, a real war of attrition. It could be one where they sneak a goal and hang on. It could be one where we sneak a goal and hang on. It could be one where one team blast the other over because they're both such good teams that Absolutely. A, a, any of these things can happen really any of these things if we come out with a draw it's six points if we come out with a win it's nine points if we lose the game you're still three points clear and you've played city and you've played everybody else let's be honest about it that's what we're talking about um but i just feel for me Grizz, that this sunday is a game where liverpool go out and i know people say lay down on the marker and but I'm not even talking about laying down markers. I'm talking like Graham Souness going out and planting fucking flags in enemy ter- enemy territory like he did in Turkey. That's what I'm oh, talking God. about. Um, so look, oh, we, we've given our predictions. All we can do is go and watch the game on Sunday. <coughs> um, myself and Grizz and Chris and possibly one more will be back with you on Sunday at 9pm. Isn't that right, Grizz? 9pm? That's right. 9pm. Um, with all the reaction to this game... Come along, it's on YouTube only, live on YouTube only. So anybody watching on Periscope at the moment, just go, just search LFC Day Trippers, hit subscribe, hit the bell icon. As soon as we go live, you will get a notification, whether it's on your phone, tablet, wherever, it could be on your telly, I don't know, um, wherever you're using uh, YouTube on whatever device that's on. It'll be a good show, it always is. It'll be the reaction to Liverpool versus Man City. There'll be random stuff thrown in there. Grizz will probably mention Camels, Leighton Orient, Pakistani cricket, it, it all goes off. It really, really does. Um, but look, Grizz, thanks a million for joining me tonight. I know you've come out of work um, to do this for me, so thanks a million. No problem, mate. Pleasure as always. No problem. And thanks to everyone for watching. Thanks for everyone for commenting. And as I said, get subscribed to YouTube. Please get subscribed and you will get the all the reaction to this game on Sunday night. That's been the Fatback 4 Daily. We've kept you for 55 minutes. It's probably 15 to 20 minutes too long, but we're enjoying ourselves. And if anyone deserves to enjoy themselves, it's me and Chris. Over and out. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner, 
with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Sports Social Podcast Network.